0: High school sweethearts, a concept as quaint and old fashioned as a white picket fence. An effervescent relationship known far more for its excitement than its staying power. But what happens when two of these sweethearts decide to give it the old college try and get married? And what if they turn heartbreak into an opportunity to change the lives of countless people? I am your host, Trevor White, and this is Marriage Stories. Welcome. This week on Marriage Stories, we are lucky to be joined by Josh and Heather Avis. Josh and Heather, thank you so much for being with us this week. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, Trevor. Yeah. So as we always do here, we'd like to hear you introduce your partner. So who wants to get started and introduce...
1: Oh, ladies first. <laughs> oh,
0: gosh, ladies, first. I'll go first. Chivalry, yeah. chivalry is not dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, this is Heather Avis, formerly known as Heather Hutchcroft, before we got married. <laughs> Heather is, I would say, a mother first and a creative. Mm-hmm. She's an author. She has written four books. Uh, mm-hmm. One is a New York Times bestseller. Um, she's a podcaster. She's an advocate. She is... An amazing partner. She's an amazing visionary, and um, I would say at the, her heart beats for changing and shifting narratives around how we see those who are othered in our world. Mm-hmm. And she uses her wonderful talent to do that.
0: Wonderful. And, and so. where's 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 Heather from?
1: Well, she grew up in local mountains here in Southern California, and now nice. we live in the Netherlands. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. And outside of obviously
0: those wonderful, you know, traits you described, what are some of her other interests? What does she get excited about?
1: That's right. It's a marriage uh, podcast. Uh, so, Heather, let's see what gets her excited. A good deal. Um, she, and what that means is um, she a is a yard sale okay. hunter. Uh, oh, and that's yeah. Like going through through. Uh, mm-hmm. and so she is always hunting for a good find, a good deal. Mm-hmm. And then we reap all the family reaps the benefits for that. So, nice. um, she is a gatherer. She loves to gather people. I think mm-hmm. the one thing that really fills her cup is just being in community and mm-hmm. loving on her community and the community loving on mm-hmm. her. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, I think she thrives when she's in the, in the presence of her family of her kids and watching them mm-hmm. grow and stumble and thrive and mm-hmm. um, yeah i would yeah, yeah. Did I miss anything? so what what's a yard sale find
0: that you know, really stands out that you know something that she got that like you know mm-hmm. uh,
1: made a big difference big <laughs> difference um our ho- our home <laughs> Yeah, oh <laughs> so she, uh, we were, she, yeah, the, I mean, short story, she was out hunting on a Saturday, mm. and there was yeah. a yard sale on this and at our home, right. yeah. and she happened to know the person, and the person said, we're moving, and she said, oh, are you wow. selling your house? And she said, I am, and we bought it without a realtor, and mm. here we are. If
0: it's, it's in good. the yard, it's for sale, right? You know, <laughs> right. The house The house <laughs> was there.
2: We didn't get the yard sale price. We paid full price right. for the house, but. Right. I did find it at a yard sale, technically.
0: That's, wow. Wonderful. And, and so, Josh, when you first met Heather, what drew you to her?
1: Her face first. Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, we were young. So we, I was 15, right? And I think you were 16, maybe. Were 16. I was 16, and she was 13. And, um, I got to know her older sister, uh, at school and we were friends, her older sister and I were friends and still are. And, and I just remember one day at her house, like passing her room and I, and Mm -hmm. we had kind of seen each other, but then, uh, her, she started to hang out with us as a, as a group Mm -hmm. and I just was immediately attracted to her. So I would say her, her cuteness and her (laughs) countenance too.
0: Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So Heather, is this a fitting introduction to you? Is there anything you'd add for context?
2: I feel like that was great. Yeah.
0: Right on. Wonderful.
1: Wait, one more thing. She's an amazing, yes. chef. she's an amazing chef in oh, her.
2: Wonderful. Don't call me a chef. I can uh, make a meal.
1: Okay. Her culinary uh, magic really does help with the gatherings and she, and it actually right. attracts a lot of people to our home. And
0: does she have a so- signature dish?
2: That's a good question. Maybe I don't the think salmon. I do. I, I feel like her... that salmon
1: is pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm.
2: I don't think I have a signature dish.
1: She's also a mixologist. Okay. I could oh. keep
0: going. It's you shouldn't have <laughs> yeah. asked that question. questions. Well, this is, you know, this is the deal. <laughs> yes, I All wish right, I was Heather. a
2: mixologist. I do. I make a really, really good margarita.
0: Okay. In a really hey. Good old
2: fashioned that are I am a nice. little choice to both of them. I will own
0: that. Ooh. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right, Heather, your turn. Introduce us okay. to Josh.
2: Joshua Douglas Avis <laughs> grew up in the local mountains in Crestline, California, same city as me. Nice. Um, okay. He is the youngest of two boys and is a really good son. Um, he's, mm-hmm. Josh is somebody who is very aware. Um, mm-hmm. He has incredible self-awareness mm-hmm. and is not afraid to ask hard questions um, of himself, of others. He is, um, a learner. So he's Mm -hmm. not, he's good at learning. He's good at saying Mm -hmm. even like, this is hard for me. I don't want to, but I should Mm -hmm. do this or it would be a good idea. He doesn't say should very often. We don't should Mm -hmm. around here. Um, so, but he's big on, he's good at knowing that he, that there's room for growth and then Mm -hmm. stepping towards that growth. Um, Mm -hmm. And that makes him a really good son. And mm-hmm. he loves his parents very much. Um, and then he is an incredible father. We've got three kids mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he is ha, is and has always been hands-on. We don't, mm-hmm. I would say, we don't really fall within like stereotypical gender roles and how we do mm-hmm. our family. Um, mm-hmm. And he's always been quick to step up and be present and available and in all the ways needed. Mm
1: -hmm. He's an
2: advocate for our kiddos. We have two kids with down syndrome. Mm -hmm. We have a daughter who is African-American and Guatemalan and he Mm -hmm. stands up in for each of them and shouts their worth and um, is very quick to be the dad that, yeah, to be what they need from him in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, He's an artist and a creative and mm-hmm. very much so. He's totally an artist and a creative. He will try his hand at sports, but it's not his, um, it's not his strength. He's just great. It's great. <laughs> Besides not even what's a his,
0: What's his medium for art that he most prefers?
2: Graphic design. So he has a mm. degree in graphic design and he's an incredible graphic designer. Um, mm-hmm. He is, he can draw too. He's great at drawing. And he is a guy who loves, also loves to be around people. Um, loves to have people in our home, and mm. loves to go and out with people and all of that. But he also loves a good time of solitude,
1: contemplative mm. space. Sorry, I'm not allowed to, okay. to talk.
2: <laughs> he lo- yeah, he loves some solitude, contemplative mm. spaces. He is a contemplative yeah. guy. Um, what do you Josh notice that gets
0: Josh most fired up? Mm. What is what is he
2: um, most I well it's about. It has been different just in different Mm. times and seasons. Mm. I think right now it really is like contemplative. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. It's fine. Um, He loves to, like, he'll get really excited to share with me something he's read by one Mm. of the mystics that he's into (laughs) at the time.
1: The Desert Sages. Yes. Oh, nice. Um,
2: Yeah. He gets excited about that. Um, He gets excited about new opportunities Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't say he's opportunist. No, I would say you're opportunistic. I think yeah. that you have in that, or he has grown in that, in that it was, there's had to be some like refining around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he loves a good opportunity. Gets really excited. Like, Hey, this mm-hmm. thing might happen. And then right. he like jumps into gear towards, towards what it might be. He mm-hmm. loves to travel. So put him on an mm-hmm. airplane, send him to any spot on the globe and he's going to be pretty happy. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves to... He's got, like, his own really sweet, unique relationship with each of his kids,
1: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
2: he really leans into each of those in a sweet way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: What he, What drew you to him right away?
2: Oh, gosh. He's Joshua Douglas Davis. <laughs> I mean, I met him... He was my older sister's friend. Right, and I met him right. When he was and my, that's just cool, you know, And right I away. was a middle schooler, and he was a high schooler, and my sister... Had this group of friends that these guys that were all just like Mm -hmm. these cute high school boys, Mm -hmm. and I remember my my friends would come over like on a Friday or Saturday, and then Harmonies, the boys would be there. Like, oh my gosh, Josh and John and Steve are coming over, and he was Josh. That's funny. Um, I think also though too is getting like older and getting to know him. He's just very kind and Mm -hmm. thoughtful. Um, Mm -hmm. he really is thoughtful of others. And like I said, and just a learner, which feels, mm-hmm. which is um, attractive to me.
0: Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So, Josh, is this a fitting introduction to you? Is there anything you'd add for context?
1: No, hers is a little more eloquent, and so I feel like I need to edit mine.
2: But, no, um, you're fine.
0: No. Well, the person who goes second always, you know, gets right. an advantage, right? You know, they right. have time to think. <laughs> but that's chivalry, you know. It's come to the cost. <laughs> so so you told us a little bit here about how y'all started to get to know each other. How did we become a couple?
2: Um we dated. I, I'm gonna use air quotes, I just say it loosely, because mm-hmm. it was high school and not to right. be little high school relationships, but there mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. um yeah, it an effervescence,
0: it, maybe, you know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so, yeah. yes. <laughs> And we were like dated on and off. Josh was really cool in high school. And so well, I mean
0: still right. Yeah.
2: He was very much in the popular group. We went we lived in right. a smaller community. So um, there I think our high school wasn't tiny, but there's like one high school in the town. You know, our graduating mm-hmm. classes were like 350 people. So not maybe twelve hundred people at the school. So he was very cool and the very much in the cool group. And he was older. And I've described myself as the least cool person in the cool group. So I was two grades younger, three mm-hmm. grades younger, two grades younger, um, and little less cool. But all my friends were very cool.
1: That's your sure. definition.
2: Sure. Um, and, and so we dated on and off like a couple months in the summer, but he was also not super kind to me for a while mm. because he was a cool
1: guy. You can jump mm. in here. No. Know. Yeah. And my frontal lobe wasn't fully sure. developed. And <laughs> right. so I was impulsive yeah. and not, I had no forethought or understanding right. of most of the world. Sure. Mm. And yeah,
2: we worked mm. together in a summer at a little, coffee oh, yeah. a cute little lake nice. lake. And we, mm. um, that was really fun. So I think that was it. Mm-hmm. I think that summer working together, it was called Raspberries was the name of the store, the coffee mm-hmm. shop. We yeah. flirted and lived close right. by each other, like a mile from each other. And Josh was driving. I wasn't sixteen yet. So he would drive me to right. and from work if so we had the same shift. And yeah. we kind of blossomed into a little relationship. And then he broke my heart, Trevor. Just broke mm-hmm. it of And that it happens heartbreak lasted way too long. I think I was happens. very <laughs> Yeah,
1: I had some her mom wrote me out. a letter. Her mom wrote me Whoa. a letter.
0: Whoa. So you were you were you were fifteen at this point. And at that and Josh, point
2: he was probably seventeen. Like a couple of years had gone by. We didn't date okay. when I was thirteen at all. Yeah, I was right. I was a sophomore in high school. He was a senior. Mm-hmm. So yeah. however many years, three or four years
1: had gone by. Yeah, I was seventeen. You were seventeen or yeah.
0: eighteen. So your heart was broken for a period of time. I'd imagine, Josh, were you going off to school at that point? Was the you know, kind of typical. You know, yeah, I was kind of ending. floundering.
1: I, yeah, I did go to a local JC, but I just didn't have a plan, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heather, you said your part was broken for too long? What do you mean?
1: I just
2: never. I just really never got over him, and again, I was yeah. a child. Um, right. But I always just really loved him. Mm -hmm. And so he had kind of moved on, not even off he had moved off the mountain, sort of, I mean, you're living Mm -hmm. in Riverside, but he, um, but I still had two years of high school left and I did my thing too. I'm Mm -hmm. also not one to like wallow, but it was always like, if I saw him, I have butterflies in my stomach and I missed Mm -hmm. hanging out with him. And then my, my senior year, I was a cheerleader. Um, at the first football game, there was his little face in the <laughs> stands, mm,
0: mm-hmm. and I
2: don't think I'd seen him in a while. And I was just mm-hmm. like, um, "Oh my gosh, Josh is here!" And he was there to see me. I'm assuming because oh. then he we went out afterwards, and we've been
1: together since then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so that was how we reconnected.
1: Yeah, he showed Josh's the- well, intention was. I think, yeah, I think I came back and and I, I remember thinking, "Man, if." if you let this one go, you, you, yeah, you'll it, don't let this one go. It's not, mm-hmm. it's just not worth it. And it, mm-hmm. it was, I pictured my life as much as a 18 year old can. I just pictured I could, I could grow old with her. I could do anything mm-hmm. with her. I, we could, mm-hmm. this is all, this is the long game. Mm-hmm. And so however, an 18 year old crawls back and says, let's mm-hmm. try this again. Um, mm-hmm. and then we did, and then she said, do you want me to keep going? So yeah, you want me go to tell it. you the next like yeah. little, so she said, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah, we can try this, but I'm going to college and I'm not waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was in Southern California and she went up North, uh, to a four-year school. And so... you go to school?
2: I went to Sonoma state in Northern okay. California. Nice.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. I wasn't, I was, I wasn't then. And I'm not now. It's just my personality. I'm not the girl who's going to just cancel everything for a guy like I was right yes I was like Josh is back in my life but I'm going to college like I'm I'm.
0: you were were heartbroken but you had you know developed a sense of like hey I'm still going to do the right thing for me and you know we're going to see how this is going to work right
2: yeah and I think also always in my mind I'm like I'm 17 years old I graduated high school Mm -hmm. 17 like I this I at 17 it's just not a great Mm -hmm. idea to Mm -hmm. um, focus your whole life on one person like center your life on around a guy mm-hmm. you're 17 years
0: old
1: mm-hmm. so
0: yeah yeah I right so how did we maintain a relationship yeah so she, she went up
1: north and um we both said if this works long distance for a year then then I think it'll work. And right. we, and so I- And for
0: many, for many these are famous last words, right? You know, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> going right. out to college, the turkey drop, the whatever it is. Yeah. Um, right. So what did we do to
1: make it work? I mean, lots of driving up the five for me. And then <laughs> I think just, uh, I think there was some homesickness too. Mm-hmm. And so I, we would write back and forth. There was no cell phones, which is funny. I think I had a pager. Right. And oh, so, nice. Yeah. We had correspondence. I mean, there
2: was a letter in my mailbox every day from Josh. Wow. Um, I was a hopeless yeah. romantic. It is a hopeless
1: romantic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as time went on, I just, I think we developed, you know, this just, a, it just got deeper and, and I think more intentional. And mm-hmm. and then I decided uh, I wanted to go. I told my parents I was going to school up North, but really I was, I, I really wanted to just be close with Heather. So I moved mm-hmm. up north a year later and nice. went to school, but it was ultimately to be closer. And yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we I, it, it, how much of the story do yeah. you want to like, I mean, Josh- I think- well, 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 how did we,
0: at what point did we decide to get married?
2: Um, Josh proposed to me at, when I was,
0: Nineteen.
2: And okay. He was All right. 22,
1: 21. I was awesome. Twenty-two. I was twenty-two. Weird. And then we got
2: married the uh, the next year, and so okay. I was twenty. He was twenty-three. Um, mm-hmm. we'd been together for so long. It was just kind of like what, like why would we keep waiting to get married? And yeah. we each had a year left of college. So mm-hmm. We were married our last year of school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I credit. I mean, really, only. The grace of god like there's some divine something that's kept us yeah because if my daughters or son came to me and were they're like we're gonna get married at 20 like there's no way that you're doing yeah. that.
0: Like, <laughs> absolutely not that yeah
2: have so Yeah,
0: certainly i'm sure you're aware of the fact that many couples that get married at that age struggle to stay married and and yeah. you know get divorced usually early on and so we we've been lucky right you know to yeah. to um make it work. And, right. and, you know, what were those for, for many, right? The early years are the hardest when you're young, you're married, all of a sudden you're dealing with all of these responsibilities together. What was that like for you two?
1: Well, it's funny you say that early years are hard. It wasn't for us. Was um, I, we had some mentor couples who, you know, I think we could go to and, and talk mm-hmm. and some of them would say, man, the first year is the hardest. And it just wasn't the case for us. I mm-hmm. I, I just had so much fun, like mm-hmm. like trying to be an adult. And we, I think there was just a uniqueness to adventure. It was adventure to be married young. It was adventure to yeah. get our first apartment and figure. out. We grew up together. Like it was like mm-hmm. it was a new stage. And then, right. I'm really glad that we grew together. And because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who don't grow together, you yeah, know, right. and. So I think it was, um, this sense of adventure is what I think Mm -hmm. kept, um, I think the, sort of the creativeness of, of this new relationship going. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I look back on the first few years so fondly. I mean, it was just so fun. And even thinking through, like, we were just completely broke and waiting for Mm -hmm. student loans to come through because we had a year left of school that first year of marriage. And being in our apartment with like, you know, we got like our friend gave us this couch. Everything was just piecemeal together. Grandma bought
1: the bed. (laughs) For our wedding gift, Grandma bought
2: our first mattress. And we were just in this little tiny, I think it was like 600 square foot, one bedroom apartment. And waiting for those checks to come in. And in the Mm -hmm. meantime, Josh Mm -hmm. was driving cars, valet parking. And we would take his tips or he would get food from the restaurants. And Mm -hmm. we'd stretch that out. And it was so it was so great to figure that out together. Um, right, we were just on the same. We were totally on the same page, on the same team. Right, because we didn't bring a bunch of baggage. Not not baggage. We didn't have a whole life we'd already established. Right, we were kids.
0: Yeah, and right. so we
2: just did together, and it was really sweet. I-
0: and we kind of came of age together, right, you exactly. know, and, and, you know, seeing that, seeing our growth development and, and, you know, investing like we did, you know, especially when you went off to college, Heather, it seems like it was really paid off for us, right, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, you're describing a lot of these things that some couples, you know, find to be extremely stressful in the beginning sure. years of, as young couples, uh, for y'all, you're rebranding it or branded it at the time as adventurous, right? Exciting. And, yeah. and there's something that, that seems to be, um, that seems to be a meaningful part of your relationship is that, you know, when you run into these stress, these challenges, we see it as, as something, an adventurous thing to do together. Right. You
1: know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I would say it's accurate. I've never really put it together like that, yeah, but that neither. is, that is very accurate.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what, what came next?
2: Um we well, I mean, speaking of adventurous, we were married for a year and we towards the end of college were like, okay, what are we gonna what is next? What should we do? What should we do? And I knew I wanted to get a teaching credential. Josh mm-hmm. wanted to be a graphic designer, but we also knew like this is a time in our life where we actually can do whatever we want mm-hmm. and we don't have to rush into these job mm-hmm. opportunities or like working towards a career. And so we Mm -hmm. moved to Hawaii with one way, one way plane tickets. (laughs) Nice.
0: There you go.
2: Yeah. Furnished apartment, apartment. sight unseen. Mm -hmm. We landed, gave ourselves three. We brought our bikes. We shipped our bikes over. Nice. Gave ourselves three days to just chill in Maui and then started applying for jobs. And we both
1: had, I think two jobs in the first week. Right in the first week. Um, Turns out there's a plethora of jobs, uh, for young, uh, Newly right. graduated, eager,
2: minimum uh, yes. wage, yeah, minimum wage <laughs> yeah. paying jobs. Yes. So we each got a couple part-time jobs, and nice. we did that, and we thought it'd be yeah. forever. It was six months. And we moved back home, and mm-hmm. um, and then worked towards those careers. So then I started teaching. Yeah. Josh started right. working as graphic designer mm-hmm. at a, in a church setting, and then at a camp, and mm-hmm. then um.
1: Yeah. You could say our roots started probably in Southern California mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. when we grew up and, yeah. and started to, um, yeah, to put our roots down and develop our career.
0: Right. Yeah. right. yeah. And then when did we discuss or start thinking about, you know, having a family?
2: We were really young. I was hoping to be done with kids by 30. Like I would have, okay. I wanted three kids mm-hmm. and, um, I think around 24, I was 24, Josh was 27. And we mm-hmm. started trying to get pregnant and I thinking mm-hmm. it would happen right away. Like I would be right. having a kid that year and mm-hmm. it didn't. And we mm-hmm. started us on a trail, a path of infertility um, mm-hmm. for three years, trying to figure out what mm. was going on. Yeah. Um, each, each answered question just led to more mysteries. Right. And right. we'd figure something out and then hit a wall, figure something out, hit a wall. Right. And it really is still almost like undiagnosed, just it is there's some maybe some reasons, but it just was there was no
0: answers that you found. Right. Throughout no, like, that whole journey. There.
2: Yeah. And so we were we had been down that path and it's a really lonely path. And yeah. um it was really hard. It was really hard and yeah. sad. And then we were at a crossroads between adoption or in IVF invert in vitro fertilization. Yeah. Right. And we, um, we just didn't feel I, my take was those three years had been so invasive for me right. that I didn't right. know that I had it in, it in me emotionally to go down the path of IVF. Yeah. Um, that felt, I felt too tender. And yeah. so that, and, and some other reasons around that, but that was one of the big ones. It's just like, I can't, I right. can't do that. What was this
0: whole journey of, you know, experiencing, discovering more about infertility like for your relationship? How did it affect
1: you? I mean, I felt kind of helpless at times Mm -hmm. because I couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't fix it. I think that was something early on that, um, that it was, you know, I, you know, not to be stereotypical, but guys are fixers and they want to fix it. And I couldn't. And so I think I, I never shared the same grief that she did, but in my, Mm -hmm. in our own way, um, just tried to hold it with her when I could. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I felt totally supported by Josh, but it also felt like my thing. Mm
1: Um,
0: yeah,
2: because it was my body that was broken or my body that wasn't working. And so, Mm -hmm. and he can't go to the doctor' appointments for me. Like he, there's, it just didn't. It, it didn't feel like it was a separate journey by any means. But I don't. Thinking back, me that was a long time ago. Um, reflecting back on that, I don't. It felt like something I, I not I did alone, at all.
0: Well, a lot of women describe My that idea. lonely feeling. you yeah. were using that word earlier yeah. too. It is, you know, normal because you know, like we're saying, just the the fact of the matter is that you know, Josh, you're not. Able right. to you know do anything, right? You know, yeah. there's that helplessness, and and Heather it is an experience you have within your own body, yourself, and and that's yeah. really challenging, yeah. right? You know, for anybody.
2: Yeah, I mean, it didn't by any means create a wedge, put a wedge between us. Yeah, right. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I feel like we're on the same page in the decision making. Yeah, like it was. Right, it was never like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. which is, if anything, I think something that early in our marriage, it bonded us, I think, in a a kind of, this is our story. Um, Mm -hmm. This is what we're doing together. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we got to that fork in the road with IVF and adoption, and and it seemed Mm -hmm. like we felt really comfortable saying we didn't want to go down the IVF route. And so that Turned us onto the, the road of adoption. What was that like for us?
2: Yeah, I, I would say I was ready to adopt before Josh was. Mm. Um, mm. Maybe six months before Josh was, I was ready to yeah. start that process. Mm-hmm. And would you agree with that? Does that yeah. sound familiar to you? I mean, um, it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, it was like, okay, who who do we know? Like, who can mm. we talk to? Where yeah. can we see ourselves in this kind of a story? Right. And this was 15, 16, this was 16, 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we didn't know anybody in the adoption space. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like, I think there was a trend around adoption about five years after we adopted
0: yeah. that
2: I don't, that's another podcast episode. I don't know if that was help, helpful or healthy for right. the adoption community, but yeah, there was a moment when you could meet a ton of, lots of people yeah. had adopted. That's not, we were before that.
0: Right. Right. So then yeah.
2: we, it was a like a co-worker's son kind of a situation. Like you start mm-hmm. asking around, and we met a couple who had adopted these two boys mm-hmm. from an agency in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, this is that we can do that. And mm-hmm. so we started that that process. Yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: And we wanted a healthy baby, and mm-hmm. we wanted an infant, and mm-hmm. yeah, fifteen, well, seventeen years ago, um, I had a an idea of what adoption mm. is that has mm-hmm. radically changed, but yeah. it was, I would like to get my baby and mm-hmm. maybe pictures and letters with a birth mother, but
1: mm-hmm. the birth
2: mother was very much not a part of the story. And mm. I was the savior coming mm-hmm. in to rescue a baby who needed mm-hmm. a, a mom. Mm-hmm. Good for me. Um, sure. I think that's a really harmful adoption narrative now.
0: So, but I didn't know you yeah. can't know what you didn't know. Right. But there was something romantic about that idea at the time, right? You know, sure. that it was exciting. And, yeah. you know, it seems like that has shifted, obviously, for you. Over yeah. The years. And
2: I think it's romantic because it's built off of ignorance. I was ignorant. I didn't know yeah. what was really, I didn't understand an adoption narrative. I didn't understand the adoption triad of a birth family, adoptive family, adoptee. Like I just was thinking mm-hmm. of me. I needed mm-hmm. a baby. I needed to mm-hmm. grow my family. This yeah. is such a sweet selfless amazing way to do that look at us mm-hmm. adopting and then everyone's feeding mm-hmm. that like wow you're so great wow you guys are amazing oh my gosh right. good right. for you so mm-hmm. then that's helpful yeah
1: and I think the thing I would just add is that um our sort of personalities and disposition was in sort of this um oh we can rescue this child but it also fixes a problem for us it fills mm-hmm. that hole yeah and so mm-hmm. And it's just a saying in a different way that Heather's saying, but I just remember thinking, I remember thinking, yeah, good for us, mm-hmm. and I get a baby, right?
0: Yeah, right. So, what what changed your narratives around adoption?
1: I mean, I feel like that's like fast forward quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, I'll just say this: we went into it with not a lot of, of research, and right. And we felt, I mean, obviously, a reputable agency, and 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 it was, mm-hmm. it was a, uh, it was set up in a way that they give you babies, and mm-hmm. but part of it was not getting in too much of the birth family history, but that we didn't know relationships, and and so it was like I was, we were just very guarded, very mm-hmm. guarded, and mm-hmm. this is my baby, this is mm-hmm. who I'm bringing home, and
2: Damn. so
1: I think. Relationships change everything, yeah. and so sure. we got to know people, and we got to know families, and we got to know birth right. families, and we got to, um, I think, be open to mm-hmm. this new world of mm-hmm. adoption, and yeah. let it let it let it change us in a in a good way, in a healthy way for everyone. Really? Yeah, yeah. We just learned a
2: lot. We learned a ton mm-hmm. from people, yeah, people who were in right. it, from listening to adult adoptees. Mm-hmm. Um, telling their very real stories and then mm-hmm. listening to birth mothers and letting other people who are a part of the story in the mm-hmm. story, you yeah. know, it's not just us. Yeah. Um, right. And it, yeah, it changed everything for sure. Yeah.
0: And so we adopted our first child
1: at that point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So okay. we, you can Game tell changer. that part. Yeah. Game
1: changer. Yeah. Um, so again, we went with a private agency to get a healthy newborn okay. And Mm -hmm. we got a little girl who was medically fragile and who had Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. And so that was that whole idea or plan kind of was flipped on its head. And Mm -hmm. we very cautiously stepped into that new space Mm -hmm. of disability and, and understanding what it looked like to bring this little girl home. When they presented, it was like, this is our little girl. And, Mm -hmm. and so, so the medical side kind of overtook the down syndrome side at first. Mm-hmm. Cause we have this, we're like new parents. We don't know any different and we bring mm-hmm. her home and it was a crazy, it was a crazy first few years. I mean, the first mm-hmm. day that she's home, we took her to meet her um, cardiologist uh, mm-hmm. and a heart surgeon to talk yeah. about her heart surgery that she needed. And so we were thrust into this world of medically fragile babies yeah. And as, as hard as it sounds, it's all we knew. And right. it was so sweet. And it's a cherished time and it was a mm-hmm. sweet time. Mm-hmm. And it there was hard moments, but that was our baby that we were bonding with. And mm-hmm. she made it through surgeries and she got stronger and um things she yeah, she developed in a different way, but that was our yeah. that was our kid. And yeah. Yeah. and she was welcomed into our family, like, you know, just with open arms. Yeah. On uh, the yeah. whole family.
0: Yeah. 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 And so, you know, we had, you know, crossed this threshold, become parents, you know, this thing that we've been working for for so long, how did that impact or change your relationship?
2: Well, oh, it's not something that we've really reflected on before, but parenting changes everything. <laughs> I
0: mean, <it's,
2: laughs> becoming a parent changes everything, every aspect, mm-hmm. every dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's not just the two of us anymore. And we brought home a little girl. Like we were, we were adventurers and we went yes. places and we traveled a ton. And mm-hmm. we, you know, every, yeah, we even in bringing home our daughter, Mason, our baby girl, it was like, even that it, there's an adventure there, you know, and um, we had to stay put because she was sick and she couldn't travel. She could, Mason couldn't get on an airplane the first mm-hmm. almost three years of her life.
1: Um we more felt, than that. Yeah, we felt landlocked. And so we made it work. We would get on trains.
2: Yeah, we took trains. You know, we yeah. go local and
1: so we, yeah. but it
2: was like we had to bringing her into our life, we had required us right. to give up of something. It wasn't just a stacking right. on top of it was a like we were, we got to trade some things in here for her. Right. And that yeah, time just to ourselves. I mean all all of that changes. Um Yeah. And then I get to watch Josh be a dad and step Mm -hmm. into that role and in such a beautiful way. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have friends who have felt frustrated at the way that their partner's parents and I could have gone that way, but that just wasn't the case for us. And so then we're, and then you bring in this baby where it's not just like, Oh, we need to change diapers and, Mm -hmm and be up late at night and all of that. It's the mm. dynamic of, Oh, we're actually fighting to keep her alive. Like she's on oxygen 24 seven. We're putting, you're yeah. told not to put a baby in a crib with a blanket. And she's got like, a tube, like uh, rubber cannula. tubing right. in her, yeah. in her crib. And so then yeah. if you're there for us, I think the fighting for her life, literally mm-hmm. um, it was a joint effort and it yeah. just really brought us together.
1: Um, yeah. And Mason, we waited for Mason for so long yeah. that when she right. made it, it was just like, "Oh my gosh, this is our kid!" And we and yeah. we held on for dear life, you yeah. know. And mm-hmm. and so it was celebratory, but also she just filled a really big hole that we had been waiting yeah. for. And right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we yeah. we made this transition. We we kind of, you know cross this threshold and, and Heather you said when you were first imagining becoming a mom you wanted to have three kids. did you know as we transitioned to adoption, did that change or did we just keep going with that vision?
2: I mean we have three kids so
0: um,
2: <laughs> yes. Macy I if Macy wasn't didn't have all her health issues we probably would have yeah. had an, our next child sooner okay. but she was pretty all consuming. And, Mm -hmm. and once all her medical issues started to resolve, Mm -hmm. uh, she was around three, three, three and a half. And we started the process again for, to adopt Mm -hmm. another kid. Yeah. Um, and then our middle daughter truly came home. She was six months Mm -hmm. old, a week shy of six months. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And Macy was three and a half, Mm -hmm. four. Macy was four when truly came home. And that, then we had our girls. And it yeah. was, yeah, everything got exponentially harder. Um, right. Just a four-year-old with medical needs and right. learning disabilities and cognitive mm-hmm. disabilities. And then a six-month-old um, Yeah. wants to rule the world from right. six months. So it just yeah. got more and more. Josh was working full-time. I was home full-time. So we were kind of playing into yeah. those roles a little bit. Sure. and um it was it's just a consuming season totally of life.
0: Yeah. having little yeah right having little- i think a lot of people talk about that time of life losing a sense of their identity losing a sense mm-hmm. of yeah. their relationship the things that maybe meant most to them um what did we do it sounds like a big part of what we tried to do is just keep living our life and just kind of say, all right, you're along for the ride too, kids. Um, yeah. But yeah. What, what else did we do as a couple to kind of keep our connection alive during that time?
1: Yeah. It's a good question. It is. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, there
2: was a sense of, um, yeah, like bringing the kids into who we were instead of us mm-hmm. having completely to change for them. Right. There's a give and take in all relationships. But even like once a week, we were, it was really good for us, was hanging out with mm-hmm. a group of friends. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We did mm-hmm. like a game night and watched Survivor together and we did that every week. Nice. And then once our kids came, we brought pack and plates to our friend's house and we put them yeah. down there and then right. transferred home. And so mm-hmm. things like that, where it's like, we could have stayed home, um, but right. we, we did, we incorporated our kids into yeah what was working for us. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think, too, we were part of a church that had a sm- small group that we were kind of actively Im- involved with a lot of different couples of mm-hmm. different ages, different stages of life. And mm-hmm. and I think Heather and I were very sacrificial to each other, almost almost unhealthily, like, mm-hmm. well, I'll give her she'll out she'll out serve me. I'll, you know, there was just like a yeah, right. a sense of. um just outdoing each other but there was Mm -hmm. also this understanding of what was healthy and what wasn't just Mm -hmm. based off of the proximity of other couples and mentor couples and so i think that was i think that was really good informative in those years of how are we doing oh gosh so and so is going through a divorce oh this is hard or watching other dads and and yeah so we had good models but also i think we just had a good perspective at the time yeah yeah.
0: yeah. And and we kept a lot of what kind of made us, you know, a good couple. A lot of the things that were really meaningful for us, community, all of that, you know, going. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that stability of that seemed like it was very important. I think it is important, right, for couples as they make that transition. Um, yeah. So when did we have our third kid?
2: Our son, August, um, truly was three and Macy was six and a half.
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay,
2: and something like that. Um, and no, maybe a year younger. Anyways, mm-hmm. we got a yeah, we got a message about a mom who was pregnant and mm-hmm. had an in utero diagnosis for Down syndrome mm-hmm. and a congenital heart defect, and mm-hmm. would we want to know more? And we said yes. And then <laughs> two months mm-hmm. later, our son came home. So he yeah. was born in two thousand thirteen. So by two thousand thirteen, we had three kids. Yeah. Um, Nine, ten, eleven. I guess
0: we had a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a newborn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so your vision from before Heather of having three children, um, you know, you you had it. It was it was complete in a way. Um, Yeah, three was awesome.
2: With our middle daughter Truly, it was like this is something like the end. And then yeah. once August came home, it felt like, oh, this is the period on the sentence. <laughs> it did yeah. it like it's always felt that way. I don't think either of us have desired a fourth child. It's just always yeah. been. It just right. feels like it was, what it yeah. is,
0: yeah. Yeah, and then at what point did we transition to doing more kind of the advocacy work? Starting, you know, you have a foundation that that supports families that are going through this process as well, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll just say a little intro. I think part of it was um, Heather just started capturing our story for mm-hmm. ourselves. You remember when vlogging yeah. right. was a thing? And yes. and so yeah. it was a creative outlet for her, but oh. also like a, a digital memory book. And it was mm-hmm. so, um, it, we just, it was great. It was like, you know, so yeah. photography and writing and, mm-hmm. and online and all that. And, and that was just a space that Heather had created, and then microblogging came out in the form of Instagram, and mm-hmm. then Instagram kind of took off from there. And just mm-hmm. um, we had a friend who had a, an account was like, "I really think you should just post one post of Macy a day, and mm-hmm. and put it out there for the world to see." And that was a space that was like the wild west. That yeah, there, was, right. there wasn't a lot of advocacy in social media because social media didn't it, it started this is about mm-hmm. 10 11 years ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and it just grew and grew and grew and that mm-hmm. I think as the as the platform grew I think Heather's understanding of the importance of stewarding it well and using that mm-hmm. voice for in a way that turned into advocacy and then it just yeah you can it just turned into a much bigger thing and turned into yeah. books and podcasts and and events and and um, since the beginning, I, I made Heather a, a book for Christmas this last year, just mm-hmm. looking at some of the early, early, early stuff that she did, mm-hmm. and like a memory book, like an actual like yeah. part, you know, yeah. And the message was the same back then, and and it was this idea of wow, these kids who we have who are different are a gift. Yeah. And what if, yeah. what if we looked at them differently? What if we looked at them mm-hmm. as, as a asset and not as a burden or a yeah. gift and as, um, as mm-hmm. something that is just so much harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wonderful. yeah. So I mean like logistics, the logistics of it, I was a full-time stay at home mom and Josh was working yeah. full-time and, um, and then I was offered a book deal to write a book and, that really started shifting how we do work because mm-hmm. it, I like that opened up more opportunities for speaking right. engagements and travel. Right. And so Josh had a flexible job, but mm-hmm. it was just started to become pretty um, burdensome. We yeah. just needed more capacity. We didn't have it. Yeah. Something had to give. And so we've yeah. had to have those hard conversations too
1: mm-hmm. of
2: something's got to give here. And who's yeah. it going to be? What's it going to be? Because right. we can't keep doing right. all of it. And I think Josh and I both also default to like, let's do it all. I do. I. Yeah, the, it sounds
0: like we we like to take on <laughs> opportunities, Yeah, so I'm always challenges. like, yeah, let's
2: try it. Let's do that. That's great. Right. We'll figure it out. Um, and Josh, I think, is a little more practical in that mm-hmm. too. which is like figure it out along the way. It took a
1: long time to
0: figure that out though.
2: Yeah. And so What was that like
0: for us? Was that challenging? I mean, that's a difficult thing, this kind of push and pull of who are we going to prioritize? Whose career are we going to prioritize? Whose work mm-hmm. are we going to prioritize?
2: Yeah, it's I
1: hard think it's conversations. Just, yeah, I would say one thing that has been, I think, consistent in in what I think works well for Heather and I is just constantly checking in and talking and mm-hmm. saying, what about this? Having those hard conversations. It's usually in the kitchen. And yeah. And sometimes there's tears and sometimes there's excitement and sometimes there's like anguish. And sometimes there's yeah. like, well, what is, what, you know, what is happening right now? What, what yeah. should we do? Um, and so there was just so many pivotal kitchen conversations along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think,
2: yeah. I think a, um, I'd say like right around 2018, 19, 18, we both, Started to really develop our self awareness. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I, there were some things that came into our lives and some tools and books and different people and stuff. And it was like, huh, I never Mm. really thought about this. And realizing how I work individually Mm -hmm. in a space, realizing how I interact with others, I just Mm -hmm. really started to think through that before I hadn't before, really. Right. And that was pretty, um, I think that was pretty transformative in our relationship and yeah. us being able to know like what's mine to do, what's not mine to do and right. being able to ask hard questions of one another. Mm-hmm. And we're both, um, we're very similar in mm-hmm. how we, like what our core needs are in the world yeah. and how we want those needs to be met, which mm-hmm. I think served us, but then also created like some codependency that we had to figure out. and
0: Sure um, well, that's pretty much the yeah. norm, right? For couples that get married at the age y'all got married at, right? You know, uh-huh. like we talked about one of the benefits is that you develop together, but that can also be a drawback, right? Eventually right. when you're like, oh man, who am I as a person yeah. separate from this person I've been living with my entire adult life. Yeah, And and it yeah. sounds like when we kind of came into some of those ideas and, and tools to develop more self-awareness, it, it was challenging, but, but, you know, we, you, you, we moved together in that yeah. way yeah. for some people yeah. they, yeah. they mean, that self-awareness yeah. and, and they move separately. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's nothing fun about a mirror that in a time mm-hmm. that like helps you just get developed as a human. And so I, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, we're still, I would say still in it. I don't think it'll ever go away, but you know, when we started to get even like one of the tools is the Enneagram, which was instrumental yeah. for both right. of us. And, and I, it mm-hmm. really helped our marriage. And,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so, but when you figure out what your gift is and your true self versus, you know, your mm-hmm. false self, you don't want to let go of that false self because right. that's what's protected mm-hmm. you for so long. And right. so I hated some of the the elements of having this mirror—that's like I don't see what you see—and then it's like, right. oh no, this this is this awareness is yeah hard and so good yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would we say that was the most challenging period of our life together so far, or what would you say is the most challenging moment?
2: Um, I well, like as a couple, or just in life, as a couple. Okay. I think I would go back for me uh, like um, when I started staying home full time. I yeah. had a career and Josh right. was working. Right. I was grateful to stay home. I chose mm-hmm. it. No one was forcing me to do it. Right. And right. I was pretty resentful that Josh got to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was exhausted by the mundane of things. And I remember Josh mm-hmm. wrote a book called, Choosing to cheat, that oh, so was uh, Andy. Yeah. Andy yeah, Stanley yeah. Yeah. choosing to, mm-hmm. and um, and he and, that yeah. I that was, I think there was a moment there for the two of us where mm-hmm. <clears throat> I could have just continued to build up resentment, and right. um, been tired and really just like pushed away, mm-hmm. and Josh could have been like, "I'm justified in what I'm doing, and you're being mm-hmm. unreasonable, and this is what mm-hmm. we chose." Josh just read this book, and he's like, um, I can choose to give up. Like, I can choose to let something go, and it's not going to be my family. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose my family over my job. Um, yeah. And not that he had gave up his job, but, like, if it there, right. if it meant thing an hour late at work, he didn't have to versus mm-hmm. coming home to help me and yeah. relieve me. I think there was a yeah. moment where Josh, like, understood how hard it was right. for me to be home with little kids and with our oldest mm-hmm. having a disability, Mm-hmm. that I needed him to know but I didn't know to say I need you to know how hard this is mm-hmm. um that season of figuring that out probably was mm-hmm. one of the harder mom- seasons in our in our relationship
0: right yeah
2: and th- things from that right. even stuck like I started he started saying saturday mornings are yours whatever you want to do on a saturday morning
1: yeah yeah and I don't remember ever saying that really I'm just kidding I don't really (laughs) but that still stuck i still saturday mornings are still mine and we've even like had
2: some role swaps almost where josh is more at home with the kids and doing so with the kids than i am but i like it's just a recognition of roles was really helpful
0: totally yeah what do you think for you josh what would you say has been the most challenging moment if it's not that
1: I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm pretty adverse to conflict. So I feel like (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm like suppressing a memory that I Mm -hmm. can't find. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I think I, I would say early, early on, yeah, I didn't know it, but it was awareness it, And early in our marriage. There was like things that she would bring up that I would say, I just don't see that. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. And so there was mm-hmm. this idea, what if she's right? Like mm-hmm. what if wait, what could we consider that you you're super critical about this? So it wasn't mm-hmm. seasons. I think it was just like markers along the way. Yeah. And I think right. we've both had these markers that we can point to that they're they're not scars, but they helped. They helped along yeah. the way.
0: So so we have this foundation, The Lucky Few. Why, why do we name it that?
2: When our daughter Macy came home, I had a moment at the park where she was the only person with Down syndrome there, which is usually the case. She's usually the only mm-hmm. person with Down syndrome in right. a room. That's where I Down syndrome event. Well, and now she has a brother with Down syndrome, but before that. yeah. Um, and I remember feeling so like looking around at all the other parents and thinking our caregivers at the park and thinking, um, they don't have a kid with down syndrome. I have the kid with down syndrome. Like mm-hmm. I'm so lucky. I'm the only one mm-hmm. here who gets a Macy and mm-hmm. I feel so overwhelmed. I felt mm-hmm. so lucky. And yeah. just that kind of that theme kept showing up even when it was really hard. I remember being in the hospital yeah. with her open heart surgery and it was hard and scary, but there was also this sense of like, I, I can't believe that I get to do this and it right. worked out. Right. Like it, we, right. she's, her heart was healed and she's fine. Yeah. So it'd be a different story if not, but I can't believe I get to, to experience this. Like this mm-hmm. is, it's not good or bad. It just is what it is, but I feel really lucky and honored to be a part of it. Yeah. And then just being, she's, just incredible. And that there was this narrative around down syndrome prior to Macy coming into our lives that we had been told. And even knowing we were going to adopt her, it's like, this is Mm -hmm. bad. This is scary. We're so sorry. Oh my gosh. Why would you do that? And then realizing like, wait a second, we're so lucky to have her in our life. Yeah. Um, And she's shifted everything. She's reframed everything for us in all the right ways. And so that's where the phrase, Mm -hmm. the lucky came from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. And I, I don't know if it's referencing the Shakespeare um speech is it no. oh, okay. yeah Henry, Henry V the the we lucky few we bandit brothers it's like the the, the speech he famous speech he gives before going into battle um
1: and yeah. but it's
0: it's kind of interesting because you know I think we we kind of you know often will pair love and war right or combat <laughs> or intensity the the kind of um the the kind of, um, feelings that are evoked, the, the, the depth of emotion, right. You know, can be, can be similar, I think for people. And you're describing how for you, man, this, there's a lot of challenges. And and in that, you know, we're just so blessed and lucky to mm-hmm. have this person in our life, right. You know, that we, we yeah. worked so long and hard to, to make this happen for us. And and it's even more meaningful with, with that. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's, Wonderful. So yeah, you should look up the, there's a famous, you know, performance of it, you know, anyways. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's been wonderful to hear more of you alls story today. It's something I'm curious about, you know, with whenever I talk to couples, if you could spend a day at any stage in your marriage, any moment, mm-hmm. right, that you were together, what, where would you spend it? Oh, that's hard.
2: Okay, that's so hard. That's unfair. It's an unfair I know. question.
0: <laughs> well, I'm the question asker. I get, I get. I freedom back, to Ask unfair yeah. questions.
2: I would go back to the very, very beginning
1: mm-hmm.
2: because it was so new and fun.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And we went on a honeymoon in Hawaii, and then we moved to Hawaii. Right. But like being and and if I get to go back, I, I will go to Hawaii. That's where we're headed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in my any of my go back places yeah so that just like i i was definitely still a kid and felt oh. like a kid but i got to yeah. be this adult it was so yeah. fun like all yeah. of it was just that's that was the first time i had gone on vacation without mm-hmm. my family you know or without without an adult with me yeah like a right. like on an airplane vacation and i was yeah. like well we're doing this oh this is yeah. happening it's so fun yeah. i love that
1: yeah, I mean that's funny. I, my answer is very similar. I pictured us in the water in Hawaii, as really, in mealyweds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was just like it was. It was just, it was just magical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, right now is an amazing time. It so is. I can, I can't. Right. I know you did. I know you said one place. Yeah. I
2: also, yeah, like we're the in a day, really sweet spot in our life yes. Yeah. Like the day we brought yeah. Macy home, the season of Mason coming home being parents for the first time. I would do that over yeah. and over and over.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. Well, you know, y'all are lucky of the lives that you've lived, right? You've, you've made a choice early on in your life to get married at an age where a lot of folks struggle Mm -hmm. to stay married. Right. You know, and, and, you know, um, I think that there is a sense of making your own luck too right sure. you know and and i think that that's something that you know is a big part of of your marriage and, and your story um so if you're gonna give your 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 story a title what would it be i guess you kind of already have the lucky few is kind of like really <laughs> yeah, good really good branding already
2: i know like it does seem like it's hard to go away from that one um
1: i mean the only word that comes to mind that or maybe not title, she's the writer. So really we're I <laughs> really step aside. We just talked a lot about adventure. I was
2: thinking that too. Yeah.
1: And this idea of as you kind of pulled it out of our story, that I didn't mm-hmm. realize how much adventure was right. So, so apparent since day one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think and especially telling yourselves,
0: telling each other, this is an adventure, right? You know, this not Mm -hmm. this is so stressful, this is so overwhelming, this is so defeating. This is an adventure. Right. You know, and that's that's what got you here and Mm will keep you going, I'm sure. That's
2: right. Adventure on, we'll call it that.
0: (laughs) Okay. Nice. (laughs) Well, it's been a pleasure to uh talk with you all today. Um and best wishes here for the trails ahead
1: yeah thanks
2: Trevor Venture on yeah. <laughs> yes. where goes the time
0: thank you for listening to today's episode of Marriage Stories as always I am your host Trevor White production of this episode was done by Gabe Martinez music provided by OK Carol our website where you can find all of our episodes and sign up to receive new episodes direct to your inbox is LaunchToLand.com. Once again, that's LaunchToLand.com. Feel free to follow along on all of our social media channels at LaunchToLand, as well as our YouTube channel. Starting your own marriage story? Head over to to LaunchToLand.com and check out our premarital counseling video series with host and licensed marriage and family therapist, Trevor White. This comprehensive series will prepare you to take off in the marriage you want. Listeners can use a special promo code PROLOGUE to get 15% off your first purchase. Once again, that is promo code PROLOGUE to get 15% off your first purchase. Enjoying Marriage Stories? Please subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review. And as always, be sure to join us next week as we
1: take another Marriage Story off the shelf.